Hello, welcome to the Good For Her podcast. This is Robert Balkovich. I am joining you once again from Brazil. Still here. No, I have not uh, moved here. I am actually leaving. I have two weeks left in Brazil, uh, and then I'll be back in the States. So once again, I'm just going to do a quick introduction and touch on a... um, Really important text that has come across my uh, my desk that I really want to do a quick deep dive into uh, before I pass it over to Matt and Viviana over at the THNK 1994 Museum, who are joined by very special guest. Pop Culture died in 2009. Super excited for that. Cannot wait to listen to that. So that'll be coming up in just one minute. But first... Um, this came into my Twitter feed today. It's actually apparently from 2013, um, but it was like republished by uh, U.S. Weekly, Paper of Record, and it is shares 25 things you don't know about me, and boy, howdy, are they, it's 25 little nuggets of gold. So I just want to run quickly through all 25 of these things, because I think each one of them is worth considering, and I actually, would actually encourage you, to, after each one, maybe pause the podcast, take some moments for personal reflection, and consider what does this mean to me. Um, and this is, needless to say, every single one of these is a good for her moment um, or an add a girl. And I'll let you decide which are which. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold your hand for that one. You're gonna have to figure out which are good for hers and which are add a girls on your own. Okay, let's dive right in. Number one, Stephen Hawking invited me to lunch one day, and we got into a heated discussion with his students about history versus math. Stephen said, quote, Cher, when time travel is perfected, history will be obsolete. I love, I just love that we're starting this list off with history will be obsolete. Wonderful. Uh, also, if you don't know, if, if Cher, like having lunch with Stephen Hawking and being like super intelligent is shocking to you, I implore you to Google Share calls into C-SPAN, and that will really open your eyes. Number two, Meryl Streep and I saved a girl from a large mugger in New York City. Love, just like total lack of context for that. Moving right along. Number three, the day I moved out of my house in Holmbly Hills, I found a room I never knew existed. Wonderful. Number four, there was a time I couldn't afford to pay my gardener for six months. I have... So many that one actually might verge on cut it out. Um, I don't, I would love to know some more details about why she couldn't afford to pay her gardener but was still receiving gardening services. That seems like to me something that if you didn't have a ton of money, you would not um, have on the list of services that you are keeping up with. Um, I also would love to know what point in Cher's career did she not have enough money. Um, Don't think we're going to get an answer, so I'm just going to move right along to number five. Jack Nicholson helped me through a panic attack just before the famous lunch scene in The Witches of Eastwick. I also have a painting Jack did for me. It's one of my most treasured birthday gifts. Great. Six, I have a collection of elephants. Does not say real elephants, elephant figurines, whatever. Moving on. Seven, I once crashed in a small plane during a snowstorm. Again, no context. Moving right along. Eight, I think David Letterman is in love with me. Would love to hear more about that someday. Nine. Someday I want to build a Balinese-style home. 
Um, this one I I particularly like because there's, uh, in my mind, literally nothing stopping coming in between Cher and uh, building a Balinese-style home. I feel like she could do that. She could do that tomorrow if she wanted to. She has the resources. Um, I would encourage her to stand in her own truth and realize her dream of a Balinese-style home. Ten. I had two imaginary friends when I was little. They were both lumberjacks. Eleven. I love to play Wii Tennis. I'm also a big football fan. Deacon Jones of the then-LA Rams taught me all I know about the game. That means nothing to me. Uh, number 12, I am passionate about palm trees. They make me deliriously happy. Number 13, my mother still tells me what to do, and I still don't listen. You and I both share, you and I both. Number 14, one time I threw a dart at a map to decide where I would go on vacation. Again, doesn't not shocking to me given how much uh, wealth I imagine share to have. 15. I am famous among my friends for my chicken bolognese. I even use my diva pasta labels when I give out jars for Christmas. Would give anything to to have one little taste of that chicken bolognese. 16. I have watched the 1958 film Anti-Mame with Rosalind Russell at least 100 times. I would love to play that part in the remake. Hollywood, are you listening? This came out in 2013, and we still have no... Share anti mame film lined up. What is going on? Who who's working over there? Is I, I imagine uh, the only thing I can imagine is phones ringing at empty desks. Make this happen. Seventeen. My cat is named Mister Big. I first found him underneath one of my tour trucks in Detroit. Great. Eighteen. I love to bead. I make f- five inch long beaded earrings for all my friends. Again, would love to get my hands or even just my eyes on a pair of those five-inch long beaded earrings from Cher. I would love to know where she gets her beads. Does she go to, like, a Joanne's fabric-style situation? Does she source them? Um, If anyone has answers to any of these questions, please, 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 please email me. Call me. I'll give you my phone. DM me on Twitter. I'll I'll give you my address. I need to know. 19. My first car was an old red MG convertible. Great. 20. Andy Warhol once showed me an un- once showed up uninvited to one of my house parties. Best crasher I ever had. I actually believe that that's not true. I'm sure he was a monster. Um, 21. I wear Malibu cowboy boots like Uggs, only cooler, whether it's summer, winter, spring, or fall. 22. I have driven a taxi through New York City at 4 a.m. That is its own movie. Would love to hear more about that. Did she, like, take, hijack the taxi? Uh, anyways, I, I don't have time to dwell on this. 23. I love to read, and I've taught several young people to read. <laughs> One of my favorite books is God Against Gods, The History of War Between Monotheism and Polytheism by Jonathan Kirch. Um, love just it, random young people learning how to read, and then also, like, a very, probably, book that's not um, really geared towards young people. 24, I once cried when I lost $100. Same. 25, the night I won my Oscar, you could have spotted me running down the street towards the Shine Auditorium. My dress sky high. I was late. Again, of course. Also same. So, share. Uh, God bless you. Live forever. Um, uh, what joy you bring into my life. Um, so those were 25 things you pro- might not have known about Cher. I hope they changed your life as they did mine. So now I'm sending it over to Matt and Viviana and our special guest, Pop Culture Died in 2009. So see you guys on the next one. Bye.
Welcome to Good For Her. This is Viviana. We are here. I'm. Uh, this is Matt. Uh, <laughs> we are joined by a fabulous guest. Yes. Um, who we consider to be the mind of our generation. Absolutely. One of the greatest. Good um, for her. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Good for her. Huge. Um, Matt from the blog Pop Culture Died in 2009. Hey. Thank you for joining oh us. Oh my god, this is so much fun. <laughs> Thank you for having us. There's, it's very hot in here, so. Yes, that's a cut it out. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, and by the way, I figured out the uh, the sound effects much better. So I think if you're listening, you'll notice that the, it is much better and you seamless. You are going to have an experience yeah. with these sound effects this time. Yeah. And um, just to go through it, we go through hot topics. Um, things going on in the world today and in yesterday, and uh, we it's either a good for her, good for her, a cut it out, cut it out, a none of my business. That's why it's none of my business. Might be an add a girl, add a girl, and very rarely, but when necessary. Her spirit bit me. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go through things today, and you just tell us what you think, and then we have the sound effect. Yeah. Um, okay, so a lot has happened in our world recently. Um, Matt and I, uh, along with our friend Alice, went and saw Britney Spears at Radio City Music Hall. Good for her. Huge good for us. Yeah, good yeah. for us. It was great. Uh, oh, it was fabulous. Um, when we were there, there uh, somebody said, I'm trying to think of anybody's celebrities that were there. Somebody said Trevor Noah was there with two girls. Yeah, a, a girl um, he was wooing and her date. Uh, and then uh, we were sitting, we had really good seats, and then uh, we heard like somebody come in and everyone was screaming and, and clapping, and then Viviana asked if it was Obama. Well, I feel like, I mean, I, I, we had just been talking <laughs> earlier in the night because somebody asked where they thought Brittany was staying, and I was like, oh, I used to work at a hotel, and Obama used to stay at the Grand Hyatt, so I'm like, well, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that's where Brittany stayed. What about, oh, would you worked at a hotel and, and Sarah Palin checked in? Oh, yeah, this what? is a great yeah. story. Yeah. I worked at the Hilton, New York in 2008 during the presidential election. Oh, my, everything about this is... <laughs> I worked at the oh, over, front desk overnight. And, um, yeah, thank you. I was making it happen. It was a union job. I, it was great. Um, and uh, Sarah Palin, Todd, and John McCain stayed there. Obama stayed at the Grand Hyatt. And um, we, this girl Brittany and I, we were looking at the aliases. And this is, this is a story I could not tell anybody at the time because, like, the Secret Service was there. But now I try to tell it as much as possible. Her alias, her and Todd, was Kathy Morningside <laughs> and Stan Fields. <laughs> Which, if you do not know, are the names of the villains in Miss Congeniality. <laughs> this is perfect. Wait, so were any of the kids there? I don't think the kids were there. Okay. Um, and John McKay's, McCain's alias was... The name, we had to look it up, but it was the name of the fictional president in that movie where that was about the first female vice president that had like... A, oh, a certain, The Contender? The Contender. The name of the oh, president in okay. that was John McCain. So that was... That's... That's why it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's weird. We cover the politics here. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I'm jealous. Was I the only one like completely obsessed with... Like Palin family drama for years. Oh no! I yeah, mean, just yeah. everything and about. Palin's gonna be on Team yes, OG. I mean, I seriously wish Farrah Abraham is still on. Since imagine like celebrity death match, 
Bristol's chin implant and then Farrah's lips. Honestly. <laughs> um, speaking of um, TV. Yeah. You were just in LA. Yes. Oh my God. Tell us everything. Oh God. I mean, it was a lot. Um, well, of course, everybody knows I had brunch with the greatest, Heidi and Spencer oh from the God. Hills. Wow. Um, girl <laughs> it's very funny since everybody was like so shocked they were messaging me and saying did this really happen and I didn't think it was like that big of a bombshell since I I mean like Spencer if you're listening I mean love you but I mean what Which else was really thing? going on with them that they really couldn't meet up with me and we've been talking you guys for have been years. friends for a while yeah. yes we've been friends since I was finishing high school um, it was so random. I was like profiled for this like website and then Spencer followed me. So I figured whatever season moment I reached out to him and we just started talking from there and we kept like planning projects to do with each other. And he kept saying, whenever you're in LA next, we need to hang out. So I finally was in LA. We hung out. It was a blast. Him and Heidi were so nice. Gunner was adorable. And I mean, the only celebrity I had met prior to them was Andy Dick. So, I mean, once that's, like, under your belt, it's, you know, you're going <laughs> up in the world. I mean, after that, everything is better. Everything smells better since Andy Dick smelled terrible. I mean, really horrendous. And meanwhile, you have, Her like, a baby. You have a baby in diapers, and still the baby smells better than Andy Dick. So, I mean. We break the news here. Andy Dick yeah. does not smell good. Yeah. And you look, you look, you came back with an artifact. Yes, a crystal. I, you know, I was sitting down at the table and they were like walking over and Spencer pulls out a crystal in the pocket. He's like, this is for you. Oh my God. That <laughs> oh is God. so nice to bring a gift. I that is know. very classy. I know. Atta girl. Yes, absolutely. Um, I wouldn't say, I, earlier when I said we were at the Britney concert, I said we had really good seats. I yeah. don't mean to sound like, does that sound, I don't I'm like happy about our really good seats. So oh, we're, oh, like, yeah. oh, we're very grateful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our, our dear friend brought us to the Britney concert. Yeah. We're very grateful for it. We originally were like, oh my God, we cannot go because we were all trying to get tickets together, right? Yeah. And like, it was just too expensive. We're just like, okay, well, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we were even like, well, maybe we'll go to Connecticut or something. Like, it's just not going to happen. It was everywhere. Uh, and I got and scammed then, by the tour club. Y- oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a. Oh my God. They gave you free shirts when you joined the tour club. I joined the tour club and then I, I ended up not getting tickets, but then they never gave me a shirt and I had to email them multiple times. He got his shirt. I got... <laughs> I got... I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Atta girl>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're very there. grateful to have been... Because it was In the first presence. time that she was back at Radio City. Since she made out with uh, Christina and Madonna. And she really? said that. She was like, oh, last time I, I was here, even... I kissed a girl. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, huh? Oh, yeah, since I last saw her in Madison Square Garden, I saw her on the circus tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like one of the last concerts I've actually been to. So, I mean, that, is... that was like, that's all I needed in life. <laughs> I mean, that satisfied me forever. Yeah. There is rumblings that there will be a chunk of time in January where there's a Vegas residency of J-Lo... Gaga and Britney. Yeah, we could potentially see them all in one week. Is that correct? We no. We no, just I don't know if it's true, that. but I heard that. Yeah, no, I think I told you. Oh, okay. I think I, I did math in my. Well, I don't know if it's. <laughs> I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hot topic. Um, speaking of California, uh, Denise Richards, who we talked a lot about in our last podcast when yeah. we were talking about Drop Dead Gorgeous, is joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Finally. 
Yeah. We are so excited. Very excited. I'm admittedly not really into Housewives or Bravo-like culture in general. So, I mean, when I saw it, I, I sighed since I was like, now I actually have to watch this. Since I am a Denise Richards super fan, I worship her, I love her. I mean, when her and Heather Locklear got into their feud, I mean, for me, that was the civil war of our time. Like, where do you stand? No, how yeah. could, I mean, like, how do you pick a side between Denise Richards and Heather Locklear? Both gave us rights. I mean, both, like, invented <laughs> things, started <laughs> movements. <laughs> I mean, God, like, what do you do? You know, where, I... Where did you stand? Admittedly, at the time with Heather. Wow. Since I love Denise... Her spirit bit me. I love Denise, but, I mean, in that situation... Denise came out very poorly, but she rebounded. I mean, she got Denise Richards, colon, it's complicated. Yeah. Mm. So much fun. Colon. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> I mean, I shared the clip on Twitter, but the scene when she meets up with the writer for, I think, like, OK Magazine or whatever, and is trying to set the record straight about the rumors about her, and she ends up calling the writer the C-word. <gasps> like, flips oh. out, storms out. And I mean, completely justified in the moment because the writer was very, very like rude to her and was like bringing up Charlie and everything. But um, yeah, I mean, she's reality TV gold, at least in my opinion. I just think she's the and best. And she's been to hell and back. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's one of the most admirable people in the world because she's able to tolerate Charlie Sheen and not turn into a disaster. I mean, look at Brooke Mueller and then look at Denise Richards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Denise Richards on video buying crack? Is Denise Richards kidnapping the kids? No, she's not. Instead, she sits in her like nice dresses, the hair done perfectly, and she's giggling. She's like, you know what, Charlie's Charlie. I mean, after everything he put her through, since I don't know if you've read them, the divorce papers, like what she said happened in their marriage. No. I mean, I remember reading them on the smoking gun when I was in like elementary school or whatever. I mean, back when the smoking (laughs) gun like had all the documents and everything. And that shit was insane. I mean, I still am not like recovered from it. it. To me, it's like one of the craziest celebrity stories I've ever read, what she said Charlie would do. Like she accused him of like watching what it seemed to be like child porn. And when she was complaining of pains, um, since at the time she was pregnant, he said, okay, don't care watching, you know, the whatever sports game or whatever. He was obsessed with like the autopsy photos of Nicole Brown Simpson, like the crime scene photos. And he would like show them to Denise and her mother. Oh my As if God. it was like an icebreaker. Oh, look at Nicole Brown Simpson's like corpse. Yeah. And that he would like keep like guns under the coffee table in like full view. I mean, it was nuts. Oh my God. Well, I don't know if they can. Do they canonize people anymore? Um, well, they should. Denise for Richards, we would like I know. I, I've called her like St. Denise for years since she's just been. Through and then and she back. took in the kids. Yeah, which is From Brooke and Char- Charlie. And. I mean, she was putting up with them. She was dealing with them. She looked out for those kids' interests. Yeah. When she had, like, no vested interest to begin with. So, I mean, she's the ultimate good for her. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Good for her. 
Um, recent news on the Instagram. Uh, we have a Facebook group. Good for her. You can join that right now. Um, Jonathan Valdez shared about, uh, everybody's talking about it though. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay is doing a new reality show. Yeah. And she commented on photos of models of the Lohan Beach House. Mm-hmm. And she said, wear the same shoes or you're fired. Good for her. I think absolutely good for her. I think she knows the role she's playing. Uh, I think she's gonna knock it out of the park um, on the show. Role she's playing. Role. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, <laughs> it's funny when people like. My parents watch Page Six TV now. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. there's Page Six TV. I remember yeah, seeing that. and they were like talking about it, and they were like calling like Lindsay a businesswoman or whatever, and I, I I just had to laugh since, you know, while I would like to think the best, while I would like to hope for the best for Lindsay. Obviously, she is fronting for some shady business. There is, <laughs> yes, there is money laundering involved, no doubt about it. And I mean, it's it's not just her. It's the hot thing for D-list American celebrities. When your fame dries up in the United States, take it overseas, get foreign businessmen involved, subsidize your life, become the face of it. Um, like, look at Donald Trump, D-list American celebrity. Turns out, you know, foreign countries have been paying for everything for a long time now. Um, Pamela Anderson making... Oh, yeah. Isn't she worse? She, she's dating Julian Assange, right? She's dating, a, I think, a French soccer player right oh, now. Oh, okay. And they're, like, maybe engaged. I don't know. Um, but she's, like, making all these trips to the embassy to visit Julian. Yeah. She writes love poems about him on her website, um, which I read religiously. I didn't even know she had a website. Yeah, she she's had a website for years. Um, she has. Yes, I oh, mean for, for over her. a decade. I mean, I she was sure. blogging before it was trendy, mm-hmm. um, and blogging about all the interesting things. But it's interesting because her relationship with Russia goes back all the way to 2007. Since originally she Whoa. went to either Saint Petersburg or Moscow to look into adopting a child. Wow. Oh, well, yeah. um, this was like right after <laughs> her and Kid Rock split. Mm-hmm. Um, one of their many times. Um, but she went to um, Russia and then she wrote a blog post about how it changed her life and how she can't wait to go back and all this stuff. Then fast forward all these years later, now she's making all these trips to Moscow, um, allegedly dating Putin. Um, what? what? Yes, there were rumors. There were rumors. And whenever it's brought up in interviews, she plays so coy about it. Oh. Uh, That's I, I, she's like, I don't know. You tell me. That sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, like, I get that with, like, if you're dating another celebrity, but Vladimir, really? Wow. But, I love that tactic in interviews. It's very Whitney Houston. Where it's like, you tell me. Yeah. yeah. And, now, <laughs> and for like years now, she's been making all these trips to visit Julian. She's talking about how he's like amazing and everything. And I mean, it's totally tone deaf because she's like asked about it in interviews and she's asked about like the um, allegations against him, like sexual assault, rape stuff. And she's like, oh, that's all made up. While she's like promoting like, this thing she does, I don't know, it's like Uber or whatever, like driving, like, I mean, getting Pamela Anderson safely. runs Uber? No. <laughs> I mean, that would be a twist. But she has, like, this campaign where she's trying to, like, warn women about the dangers of, like, Uber and stuff and, like, oh, oh, the oh. possibilities of sexual assault and stuff. And, I mean, you're there to promote that, and then you're asked about Julian and the allegations against him, and you're like, oh, no, that's all made up. I mean. Yeah. 
this has taught me that I need a new sound effect. Yeah, we can get some more. I have so many times I wanted to play something, but none of these fit because I had right? no clue about any I mean, of that. Yeah, Especially it's when Russia's crazy. involved. We need a new sound yeah, effect for I Russia. Yeah, I mean, Russia's involved with Pam and Donald. Um, Lindsay's involved with everybody, a little bit of everyone, everywhere. She's a woman in the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have Tur- Turkey, you have Dubai, you oh, have yeah. Greece. Me- Mykonos. And Mykonos, yeah. So We I can mean, probably get one from Mamma Mia, too. We can probably get a great sound effect from, from Mamma Mia, too. I mean, it Love will Mama be Mama relevant too. as Lindsay continues her quote unquote like business in Greece. Yeah. You know, whatever. Have you seen Mamma Mia, too? I have. I didn't even see the first one. Please don't. Please. I didn't don't. see it until we we're gonna see Mamma Mia Two, okay. and then I saw it. And then, but Mamma Mia Two is even better than the first one. It is written for the screen. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, we recently wrote an article. You can check it out. And it's uh, how Cher should be in every single movie because she should be. Oh, that that was a great article. I loved it. Oh, thank you so much. You know, just a little bit of Cher, just and Cher. What depends. a seamless plug. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Okay. Um, okay. So what we're gonna do for our main topic today um, is now. We've been working together for quite a while, you know. Yes. Um, great, 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 great partnership. We've, We've been co- in cahoots for you know cahoots so long for, now, for years. Um, and what we're going to do this summer in August is we are going to do a few walking tours, very limited, very chic. It's gonna be like what, like like 10, 15 tickets available each yeah. time, and you're gonna be able to buy that on our website. Um, which we'll link to. But what we're going to do is you have been doing research and you know all the hottest spots in New York. You know where all the history has gone down. And what we're going to do on the walking tours is just pass by, experience, experience that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to name a few um, places that you've vlogged about, that you've done research, and you're going to tell me what happened there. And then we'll see if it's an Atta girl or good for her or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. that I'm um, like... To me, this is how I know New York. This mm-hmm. is how I know how to get around. I'm like, okay, that's a street where Tatum O'Neill bought crack. Okay. <laughs> you know, file it in the memory bank. That's how I navigate. Yeah. Okay, so first location, 302 Broom Street. Happy endings. What happened there? Oh, yes. Okay. So that's where, long before we had Tiffany and Ivanka, and, you know, Tiffany's... Doing, snorting whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wherever, with whoever. <laughs> um, not the greatest crew. Ivanka, you know, she had her era. She had Paris. She had Kim. And Bingo Goobelbin, right? Goobelbin? Oh, Bingo Goobelman or whatever, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, she had that era. She was a 2000s girl. But remember the Bush girls? Remember how they were always on the cover of People magazine? They were always doing something stupid. They were always wasted or whatever. Okay, so flashback. Um, Mid-2000s, Jenna Bush leaves her um, ID with a Coke dealer at Happy Endings. Oh, Oh my God. Yes. Um, So, yes, that happened. Um, the coke dealer was very proud about it, but, um, he was somebody that liked to boast about his clientele. Like, I remember reading, like, something he did, I don't know, with page six or whatever, he was bragging about it, and he's like, you know, I'm also the coke dealer for Interpol, the band. Oh, my God. So, I mean, he was name dropping left or right. He, you know, this was his moment, so. So he, they, why did she leave the ID with him? Why not? 
Oh, I mean, yeah. we don't know what was going on in Jenna Bush's yeah. head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's probably like, hold this. Yeah, she was. Yeah, <laughs> literally, that's the famous Jenna Bush quote. Hold this. <laughs> so, I mean, we've really forgotten about um, the Bush girls. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, but that's something we may experience on the tour. Yeah, the because, spot yeah. where Jenna Bush yeah. said, hold this. And Possibly. Her, we're yeah. still routing it. Yeah. Um, I would say for that one, none of my business, but. Uh, uh, for the dealer who was like you know who who yeah. really kind of marketed himself with that I yeah. mean you know you only yeah. get a hand of a handful of not um, many celebrity drug dealers are very proud about their work I mean you know the only other one I could remember is the dealer that told Inside Edition he sold OJ Simpson meth outside wow. of a Burger King oh my god so Her I mean spirit bit me <laughs> <laughs> that's bad <laughs> Okay, 165 Ludlow Street, <gasps> otherwise known as the Dark Room. Oh, okay. What happened Sounds there? scary. Ladies. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> flashback, January 2006. Okay. You have Lindsay and Kate. Oh. Yes. Lindsay, Lohan, and Kate Moss walk into a bar. What happens? Okay, so we do know what happens. It turns out... Lindsay writes on the bathroom in Sharpie, Scarlett Johansson, well, Scarlett, brackets Johansson, yeah. is a bloody C word. Uh, girl. Oh. Yes. Wow. Now, this, the reasons can vary. Yeah, I never, where did that come from? Uh, like- um, well, Lindsay had a thing with Jared Leto, as did Scarlett. Oh. So there were a lot of rumors that Lindsay felt a lot of, you know, anger towards Scarlett huh. Um There was also, I remember reading, I don't know, it was a blind item or something, that Lindsay got one of Scarlett's movies on DVD um, and stomped on the DVD and crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, go for her, go for her. <laughs> so that is where Lindsay, you know, wrote one of her greatest poems. Which one? Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, the oh, the actual. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. I yes. thought you were forgetting. That is where, you know. <laughs> different. <laughs> where it's on the wall, modern art. Mm-hmm. You know, they should have kept the wall there. Well, we'll, really, we'll check it out when we're there. We need to, like, bust it. Since it's underground, you need, you know, you've been there, right, Matt? I did not to, like, brag. <laughs> they did you go there. But brag, please. <laughs> Take us inside. Set, you know, the setting. Um, I, um, well, let's see. <laughs> it's definitely dark. Uh-huh. And Is it a room? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's definitely a room. Yeah. Um, you go downstairs oh. to go into it. Do you need a password? Not that, I know, I don't know, but I yeah. don't think so. But I went once and... With a Model? A girl, yeah, I went to college with. And she, was, she was well, she was modeling at the time. The question oh, yeah. is, did you go to the bathroom? Um, I'm sure I did, but I don't remember. It was probably the women's bathroom. And it was like, yeah, I guess that we've written the poetry would be in there, but I don't remember like um, even knowing about it at that point, which I'm so ashamed because like that's the only th- nothing really crazy happened there, and it mm-hmm. was like uh, I don't know. So I wish I would have known. That would have been a fun thing to like yes. look at. But yeah, I can confirm it's like really dark and okay, it's like a room. You have transported you know, me. Like yeah, again, a couple steps, years after um, after the incident, Scarlett did an interview where she said she was very confused about why Lindsay wrote that. But I mean, I don't know. You tell us, Scarlett. 
Well, yeah. two years ago, when Matt and I worked at a little place called Sizzle Pie, a pizza restaurant, and when we were off duty, I heard that Scarlett Johansson came in. She was wearing a scarf. Someone said up, went up to her and said, "Are you Scarlett Johansson?" And she said, "Yeah, but I just like want to be alone." <laughs> um, you know what? As much as I, you know, as much as I hate her. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's a fun quote. That's something I want to be alone. We all. Yeah. I'm Scarlett Johansson. I'm at like a what, like a rockabilly pizza place it was, and I would I'm like Scarlett to be left alone. Heavy metal. I want to be alone. I'm Scarlett Johansson, and I want to be alone. She may have said, "I'm Scarlett Johansson. I'm just eating lunch." Okay. Okay. Eighty six East. 10th Street, black and white. Oh, okay. Another fun spot. Totally forgotten tabloid moment. Oh. Um, very relevant now because, well, I'm the only one who remembers this, but back in 2007, October 2007, Ivanka Trump, back during her, you know, Paris, Lindsay, Nicole, Casey Johnson, whatever, party girl days, she tried to get into a club, black and white, club, bar, whatever, and um, she was turned away by the bouncer. Because supposedly she didn't have her ID. She was joined by Adam Duritz from Counting Crows. What? Oh, yeah. He was always yeah. like around in like weird ways. I yes. Um, and um, he ended up dating Ivanka's, you know, good friend, Emmy Rossum. What? Emmy Rossum? Wait, 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 wait. It was this a none of my business for well cut it out. But I had no clue that Emmy Rossum and Ivanka Trump were friends. But yes, of course they, they, I mean you'll be surprised, like by all the friends the Trumps have people forget about. People yeah. forget, you know, they're Hollywood stars. We should be at parties they all the time. That's why everyone was always like with everybody. I mean, like a month ago, Ivanka um, was having dinner with Hugh Jackman and his wife. And nobody said a peep. But what? there are pictures of it on Daily Mail. Of them like leaving, doing the kiss on like the cheeks. Oh my god! That's so I mean, weird. so people forget, you know, the Trumps are Hollywood stars. Anyway, so Ivanka was turned away by the bouncer. Adam Duritz was said, said, um, "Oh, let her in." Blah blah blah. He was trying to like fight for her, and the bouncer was like, "No." So Ivanka ended up releasing, you know, a pathetic statement to Page Six. Oh, didn't want to go to that party anyways. Good, you know, good for them for not letting her. Yeah. <laughs> That's shocking about Hugh Jackman. But I also, it's like not, not shocking because it's like, it's like the same thing like when everyone's always like appealing to like, like Ivanka, like do something. It's like as if she's not like a, a, like a maybe possibly more talented con artist than him. You know what I mean? Like that she's like, I she mean, can't, because they've these, seen her at a party, she funny, can't be evil. The funny thing is like all these people like, are the Trumps really any different now than they were like 10, 15 years ago? Well, I, guess I mean, term, sure, yeah. like all their crap is more vocal, but I mean, one of the fascinating thing is you remember the Paris Exposed tapes. You saw yeah, all yeah, the yeah. things like Paris said, like the N word, and she was like, and she insulted black people, she insulted Jews, she insulted lesbians and gay. She just yeah. hit every Literally you know market. Yeah. And I mean, all the people around her were just so nonchalant about it. They were laughing or saying the same thing or egging her on. And I mean, think that's probably like what most Hollywood parties are like. Yeah. So all these people like pleading to Donald and Ivanka, okay, you're, you are around the same thing every other night when you're doing coke. Let's not pretend like you aren't part of the problem. <laughs> 
Um, I never just like I'm sure everyone's wondering. I've never been to that club. Oh yeah, because um, you've been to so many fucking clubs. No, yeah, we... the model I knew did not yeah. take me. She also was not like a friend. I got hit by a car. She never said a peep to me. So, um, she can go I mean, to hell that, that her you just spirit. really <laughs> Um, what's okay, next? Okay, now here's a location that I spent a lot of time at. And I'm sure we all have. Yeah. Um, Wendy's. <laughs> yes, Wendy's. Twenty East Fourteenth Street, right by Union Square. Pray tell. What happened there? Okay. <laughs> Remember Courtney Love. <gasps> I mean, who can forget her? Yeah. I mean, she's still, you know. She's still here. She's yeah. still here. Yeah. <laughs> I was just listening to her song from Empire. She had like a, the Empire season one soundtrack. She had a song on it. Don't Don't she Let Me did? Go or something like that. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. Because she played Courtney Love okay. essentially on the show. But like, um, oh, it was great. It was a great guest appearance. Yeah. I like try to forget she exists since, you know, as much as I loved Hole, loved I loved even America's Sweetheart. Courtney, Love hole. complicated person. Yeah. Complicated person. Um, awful person. <laughs> um, but when she was having her breakdown, you know, when she, you know, hopped up, flash of tits, you know, she was salting people left and right, you know, all that good stuff. She went to Wendy's barefoot, mm-hmm. 2004, mm-hmm. got out, pulled up her shirt, flashed the tits, let a guy that was just walking by on the sidewalk suck one of the tits. Oh my suck god! Suck one of the tits. Okay. So um. we will be walking <laughs> on the very spot where the tit sucking occurred. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, well, that's part of history. Yeah, and then we'll also get a frosted. I have to say, I mean, we should just save this for another episode. I would disagree. I mean, I I feel Courtney Love to me can do no wrong. But you I had, we you had a great okay. article about her, didn't you? Oh, there was like an article that from the Fix in two thousand and five with Courtney Love, which was like a, a website, like a sobriety website, and she was performing at like Central Park, and then they were interviewing her, and they interviewed her over like a several day period. But she just dropped so many bombs in that article, and I mean, she's always like, I mean, listen, like I said, another a, a, another discussion for another day because we need to have like a Courtney Love hour. Yeah, we, we would yeah. love to invite you over to yes, do we need that. Yes, yeah. Okay, great. Because um, we're going to be doing a lot more events, so we'll we'll, yes, we'll do that. Yes. We'll do it at the Wendy's. Yeah, okay. we'll do it. <laughs> you know, impromptu Courtney Love like seminar Flash debate at the yeah, Wendy's. Really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flash Mob. We all sing celebrity skin. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna pick one more, and then we're gonna go to our OC correspondent. Um, Christopher Eichler. Uh, How about 33 Washington Square West, Hayden Hall? Oh, Oh, yes. Okay. Another remember when. Remember when the Olsen twins pretended to go to school? Yes. (laughs) They supposedly (laughs) went to NYU. I mean, they actually went to class or whatever, but then that ended fast. Mm -hmm. Um, But before they went, there were stories about them visiting um, New York in 2004, checking out the dorms, Hayden Hall being one of them, mm-hmm. and allegedly, according, I don't know, to Gawker or one of those sites back then, um, Mary-Kate did some coke. Okay, not the wildest thing, but mm-hmm. apparently she ran through the halls as somebody said, well, screamed, Michelle Tanner's on coke. Oh, that's wow. fun. That's a fun story. That's the urban legend. Okay. Yeah. And the Hayden Hall named after Hayden Christensen. Obviously, yeah. From Star Wars <laughs> and um, other movies, too. But, yeah, that's the great campfire story. <laughs> well, that's a cute story. I choose to believe it. Yeah. I mean, that could go either way. It's like, an, it's like a cute story or also like campfire tale, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Like when you when you whisper a name three times or something. Yeah. Like through the halls. She's our candy man. Yeah, she is. The Christine Aguilera version. (laughs) Okay, we're going to cut over to our OC correspondent, Christopher Eifler. Take it away. Hey, everyone. It's Christopher, your Good for Housewives OC correspondent, and I'm recording on a beautiful Orange County morning. Uh, I am in a good mood. Uh, I'm I'm, so happy right now. I don't know. I'm just in a very positive good mood, and I'm sorry for the cheesy positivity rant at the beginning of the segment, but... The world is a negative, awful place right now, sometimes, and uh, and uh, cheesy positive energy can't be a bad thing. But I know what you're all here for, and that's Housewives News, and uh, let's talk about some stuff. Um, I went to Megan King Edmonds' candle store, if you remember, uh, that from Real Housewives of Orange County from a few seasons ago, that very minor plot point. <laughs> Um, her and Jimmy opened that store in Fashion Island and I went and it's more than just a candle store. It's like a whole interior design store. Uh, good for Megan King Edmonds for opening up a chic, reasonably priced interior design store in, uh, Fashion Island. Now it's not her store. I learned that she invested in it and it's a company from St. Louis, K Hall Designs, but guys check them out. Uh, my sale representative, Kathy was so wonderful and uh, she was like, Megan would come in all the time in her workout gear, and she would take pictures with people, and she was so nice, and let people hold baby Aspen, which I would have died to hold baby Aspen, because I, for some reason, baby Aspen is one of my favorite Real Housewives of Orange County characters. I love the kids on Housewives of Orange County, baby Troy and baby, uh, baby Aspen. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but I think they're so funny. But uh, anyway, that's all, that's all on that. Uh, go check out K-Hall Designs. Uh, fucking amazing interior design store. I'm not, they didn't even ask me to do this. I just, I loved it so much. Um, my friend also, uh, no, you know, I segue, there's no segue, but, uh, my, uh, friend in Long Island, uh, texted me. She works at a hotel. She texted me, um, a screenshot of a text that she had with Aviva Drescher. And I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to leave out the hotel because I want to respect Aviva and her family's privacy. But um, there's no more to this part of the segment other than I'm going to read a text from Aviva Drescher. So, hi, Katie, space exclamation point. She does that with all of her punctuation. It's Aviva. How does August 9th through 12th look for blank? That's the name of the place. Uh, We are two adults and three children. We can probably make it in two rooms. Let me know your thoughts. Thank you very much. And the very sincere smiley emoji. Um, it's so, that's wonderful. Good for Aviva for going on vacation with her family. But, uh, big news for the week, Carol Radziwell and Kenya Moore depart from their housewife shows. And I kind of want to talk with you guys about this because I have some conflicting uh, opinions. Um, Kenya Moore apparently got, uh, not fired, but not hired. It's like, I guess they tried to negotiate their contracts and, and she's pregnant right now and... Um, it just didn't work out and, uh, I wish she would get her own spinoff, but good for Kenya Moore. I, I wish her all the best. Um, by the way, slide into Viviana's, uh, DMs to hear about how nice Kenya Moore is. Uh, I know she met her and, uh, Viviana's Twitter, if you don't follow her, is at Viviana, V-I-V-A, or V-I-V-I-A-N-A. H-H-H-H, four H's. And uh, DM her if you want to talk to a verified Twitter account about uh, how nice Kenya Moore is. Uh, 
But obviously the big, big news this week was Carol Radziwill leaving the Real Housewives of New York. Um, I'm, a, I'm very sad to see her go because Bookgate is one of my favorite episodes of Housewives of all time. And if I remember correctly, it's a Christmas up. It's holiday themed. And so I, 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 I think it's that episode, but I, I watched, I watched those series of episodes, um, every Christmas <laughs> because, or since those episodes air during the holiday, because it's just a great holiday TV show to watch, but uh, I'll miss Carol. I loved her. Um, and I know there's some rumors of Jill Zarin coming back, which I love Jill Zarin. Good for her. Um, and she's going through a Jill Assance right now, and it is so wonderful to see that uh, post Bobby passing away. Um, she was on the cover of Golf Magazine looking gorgeous. Um, however, I don't know how on board I am with Jill Zarin being back on our TVs. Um, I think we don't remember how hard it was to watch her and Bethany on TV uh, being so vicious to each other. Um, and, and it was mostly Jill in my opinion, but, um, I don't know. I just remember Jill being hard to watch her. And so I want to hear you guys' thoughts, uh, in the good for her Facebook page on Twitter. Um, do you want Jill Zarin back on the Real Housewives of New York? I love her. Good for her. Um, you know what? Maybe now that a few years have gone by, uh, her and Bethany could have a very interesting relationship and, and things could be different and go well. But I don't know. I just have some hesitations. But uh, I just want to hear from you guys. But that's all I have for today. Thanks for tuning in to this Good for Housewives segment. And uh, have a wonderful week. See ya. And we're back. And we just want to say thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Um, we are so excited for, excited for these tours we're going to do. Our listeners and friends, they can come and join us on it and experience New York in the way that it should be experienced. Yeah. Um, this is where the history happened. I mm -hmm. mean, the TMZ tour bus will take you to, you know, where something stupid happened, you know, Kardashian, nothing important. We're going to be taking you to where the real scandals happened, where there might be a sprinkle of coke left on the sidewalk. We're going to take you to and all we're gonna those And <laughs> we're going to lick it up. We're going to lick it up. We're going to raw tours. Yeah. We do not have a tour guide license. Do you need that? Oh, I know. I have one. I have one. I have one, I think. I used oh, to have one. Matt has one. I'm going to update it. We're going to update Boom. it, and we are ready to go, babe. Yeah. All right, babe. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we're going to have all our links in the in the linky things. Yeah, in the um, in links in bios, links, links in, in the on things. Instagram, on Twitter. Um, we'll be tweeting share, it so you know uh, what days to go. Mm -hmm. And you buy the tickets in advance. You don't just show up at um, Hayden Hall. Okay? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could get into some trouble. <laughs> 